When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChampaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Here we go! There's only four words. This is something something Bronco. This one's for Featuring Mile High Reports, Mike DeSico. And Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh, mother. Oh, mother. Ah! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Something Something Broncos Bi-Week Edition. I am Jess Place, joined by Mike DeSico. Mike, how you doing? I'm great, I guess. Feeling good after, after that Jags uh, victory? Oh, man. You know you've made it when you can beat a fellow 2-5 and five team in London. All of our problems are solved. We are on the playoff path. Russ, I think, is probably going to get an MVP vote for the first time in his career. It's solved. Everything is solved. Hackett pulled together a game plan. Look at that. I, like all of a sudden, in the second half, it was like, holy gosh, we I'm actually are my, moving the ball for the first time um, ever. Ever. I mean, I'm looking at pictures of Mile High, and I'm trying to figure out where does he fit in the ring of fame, you know? There's right. You got to slot him, move some people over. People? Something. Yeah. But, man, what a good week to be a Bronco fan. It feels good getting a win going into the bye week. Like, yeah, it, it, win does feel good. It it does. And there was more bright spots as opposed to our other wins where, you know, you had that bad taste in your mouth. It's not a great win. It's progressive. So that's good. 
finally seeing something to yeah. at least point at and be like, that's a good thing. Yeah. That, and that's what we've been saying all year on the podcast is just give us something to, to hang our hats on, to look forward to some potential something. And this is the first week we got something. Let's see what they can do against an actual NFL team though. Well, thankfully we don't have to figure that out this week. This week, yeah. the big news is uh, the Denver Broncos played well enough uh, to protect uh, Nathaniel Hackett's job probably for the rest of the year. Uh, and unfortunately, um, because of the record and the contract and the powers that be, uh, Bradley Chubb was uh, traded to the Miami Dolphins. Um, but the Broncos did get a first round selection next year, a 2024 fourth round selection. And Chase Edmonds, I, the guy that you've always wanted, Mike, you wanted Chase I've been Edmonds. saying for years, we need Chase Edmonds. We are a Chase Edmonds away from a oh, championship. Yeah, now we're there. Now we're there. Yes. In addition to uh Bradley Chubb, the Broncos also sent a 2025. Like it's like if you if you squint your eyes and look at the horizon like far 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 away, you can see that 2025 fifth round pick. I like it. I think it was a good trade and a necessary trade. What's your reaction? I don't think that we would have been able to afford signing Bradley Chubb uh for the long term, and nor do I think that we want to i mean if you look he he missed 20 plus games in his short tenure uh with the denver broncos uh due to injury so he is uh i I don't want to say injury prone but injury friendly we'll say and so to get a first round pick and a and a and a fourth round pick and And chase edmonds and your guy chase edmonds right like i think that i mean that's a package includes the first round pick and a player like i mean really you, you I think we did pretty well. I, I agree. And I think the Dolphins are paying a first round pick for potential. And when it's a fifth year player, I think you're paying for results more than potential. Uh, you know, there's a stat here for with edge defenders with at least 500 pass rush snaps since 2018, Bradley Chubb ranks 35th. They paid a first round pick for a average pass rusher. And I, I don't see his immediate loss affecting our success going forward. The first round pick, especially with the way our offensive line is so greatly exposed right now, will do more long-term good than if we, A, kept Chubb and he walked in free agency, which I think was the most likely case, or B, we were forced to pay him premium money for average production. So I think the win was, let me see me, the trade was necessary I think Peyton did a amazing job of uh, getting a good haul. I, I think it's a win for everybody. I think it's a win for Chubb. He gets to go to Miami, a team that's contending, and uh, good for him. Yeah, go terrorize the uh, AFC East uh, by all means. Go go, go sit on Mac Jones. I say have Yeah, that. sure. <laughs> um, you know, speaking of that trade in Miami, uh, I saw a thing posted by one of my favorite soccer commentators of all people, but – the Dolphins member had the pick that became Trey Lance and they traded the 49ers gave the Dolphins three first round picks for Trey Lance. Yes. You know what they got those three first round picks? They got Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill and Bradley Chubb. The Dolphins killed that trade. I mean, would you trade Bradley Chubb, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle straight up for uh, Trey Lance? Of course not. Trey Lance? Yeah. And Jimmy Garoppolo is uh, is the starting quarterback there. Yeah. yeah I, so I, congrats to the Dolphins. They 
They're like the Seahawks right now. They're laughing on the way to the bank with their uh, draft picks. Their picks, picks? yeah. Yeah, well, and what's great is that for the first time in a long time, the Broncos' first-round pick is no longer tied to the success of the Broncos this season. So it's like... Uh, and no more like we we can watch this season and root for wins the whole time without worrying about draft position, which also means that we have to sit and watch San Francisco uh, and root actively against them. We, they must fail. We need them to go hit like a serious losing streak. We need them yeah. to go full Garoppolo. And 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 we because we get their pick The Broncos are going to take their pick, which right now Tankathon has listed at 20th overall. Well, the hard part there is I live in NorCal and my stepson is a diehard Niners fan. He loves the Niners. So I spent a lot of time rooting for the Niners because I want him to be happy. We watch football together. So I think I'm, hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast, but I'm going to secretly hope for them to lose. But I'm, no, I'm going to outwardly hope for them. Yeah, to but I, I have to like keep appearances up in the house. Do you? you know? Yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I like that kid. He's amazing. I love him and I want him to uh, be happy. But if they lost, I'm not going to be sad. I mean, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. You yeah. know, looking at another team and just being like, please, you know, every time they lose here on out, it's like, oh, it's going to be great. We're just going to yeah, move that uh, much further up in the draft. And your point is good. It's, you know, how many times over the last five years we're like, why did we try to win this game? Would you rather win week 17 or pick four spots higher? And you get actually upset if they win or you never want to root for them to lose, but you know, it would be better. And so just be able to watch and just cheer without any like conflict that's gonna be so much fun yep so it's gonna be fun. hard for scotty i i, I do uh, every you know, year scotty's like scotty. i can't believe we, we won this game and our draft position is important i mean and that's where we are unfortunately as a franchise it, it's it's not yeah. you know without any post uh postseason uh aspirations it kind of ends up yeah it's just hard <laughs> to be scotty on a daily basis it, it really is it really it's got to be he does a good job though he's fantastic at it no yeah, one could do right. a better job What's also interesting is that the Broncos also traded for Jets pass rusher Jacob Martin. Um, they sent a fourth round pick in 2024. Um, and I guess they get back a 2024 fifth as well. So so they sent a fourth and they get a fifth and a pass rusher to help fill that uh that Bradley Chubb void. But I don't I don't think they're the void that's created by Bradley Chubb is that big of a void because I mean, let's be honest, no. like I said, he's missed over 20 games over since he was drafted in 2018. And he has never he's had moments, but there's never been a prolonged span where you're like, oh my God, Chubb is carrying this team. Chubb is elite. Has, has there ever been a point in his career where you said he's the best player on that defense? Probably not. And this new kid we got from the uh, Jets, he's not there to replace Chubb. He's there to replace the guys at the back of the roster who are moving up. Congo. <laughs> Browning, uh, Cooper, Benito. He's there. You know, Benito's moving to more snaps. So he's there to be what Nick Benito was, the backup, the situational rusher. And from what I hear, he seems like a good fit, a good player for that. And he's from Colorado, which we always all love in the state. I think if Benito stepping up and Browning obviously being the story that he is, that's made not dealing Chubb just easy and made it almost a no-brainer move to move him because these young kids have stepped up so much. The Miami Dolphins are probably pretty happy with the trade. They, they should, should be, be. Um, as, as long as he doesn't get injured in the next three games. Like, he will be. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry about that, Miami. There's no lemon law in NFL trades, Miami. <laughs> Chubb is imminently replaceable, but he's still got some sort of name values, the fifth overall, and he hasn't been awful. And I just fear that some team is going to drastically have to overpay them because they need to 
some GM is going to be like, I need to do something. I need to sign a play pass rusher so that it looks like I'm doing something. And Chubb is going to get way overpaid based on his production. I'm just glad the team that's doing that will not be the Denver Broncos. Well, they've already kind of hamstrung themselves with the yeah. Russell Wilson contract. So there's often said the the trades you don't make are as important as the trades you do make. We did not trade KJ Hamler. We did not trade Jerry Judy. We did not trade Albert O. What do you think about those? Are they? Are you glad they're back? You think we should have made a move there? Uh, you know, I I was of the opinion that you move players from the unit that is underperforming. I think Chubb's situation was was unique in that he was on his fifth year. Uh, yeah. We would have had to sign him or franchise him or, you know, any, any to pay, we would have had to pay him. And yeah. to be honest, okay. I, he, I don't, I don't think he should have been paid. He was often no. injured. And so, yeah. If you're a player, we wouldn't have moved him. We would have kept his production for that contract. But yeah. being a fifth year player, you Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You move them. You got to move them. And they did. They did. And and I, am I upset that they didn't move Hamler or Judy or uh, Alberto? I mean, Alberto, maybe the, the that might have been because clearly he's on the outs. I don't, for whatever reason, I, I, I don't, he's riding the pine and that's fine. And I guess someone has to ride the pine and so it's, it could be him judy and hamler they're the the young nucleus of the receiving core and maybe it's just going to take a little bit more time to get them going hamler is is has shown a lot <laughs> i've yeah, really yeah. i've really been happy with hamler this year and and judy judy looked good uh this last game so so am I mad? Am I upset? I mean, no. I mean, Reisner, like th- there was talk that he would get moved. He didn't get moved. Melvin Gordon, I, I don't think there's very much value for a, f- a running back that fumbles a lot, a veteran. At, at his age. At his age. Yeah. I, I was putting it nicely by calling him a veteran. But I, I, I would have, ex- honestly, I expected one of Hamler or Judy, Judy to be moved. And so I wouldn't have been disappointed. And I've never been a Hamler fan because the hype doesn't match the production like during the off season. Oh, you know, Russell has all these weapons, you know, Hamler, like what has he proven? What has he really shown? He's been kind of like Chubb where he's had flashes, but he's been a lot of time on the injury list. But these last few weeks, he's really started showing his value. I've even liked his, uh, his fire there, you know, getting pissed when he doesn't get get that ball to win the game there, jumping on Russell's back after the game. He seems like one of those guys that can be a, a leader he's not afraid to say what he feels and not afraid to say what everybody's feeling so to speak and uh judy i'm kind of lukewarm on i wouldn't have minded if he left i don't mind that he's here he's just judy's just kind of a guy and we need some guys because we don't have tim patrick we don't have sutton having the year that we thought he would but we need a guy and judy's a guy so i would like him to be more than a guy but for now Same. a guy is okay i mean that's kind but of where I, we are. The hype, the hype hasn't lived up to the performance, but you know, we still got half a season left. Yeah. And and my thing you mentioned up Reisner, I think Reisner in an alternate universe was definitely gonna get traded, but then Bolas got hurt and Cushionberry got hurt. I think rightfully they don't want to replace the entire left side of the offensive line with guys, with squad players, with practice squad kids. So I think Cushionberry's injury may have helped save right Reisner because they needed they need somebody there. The offensive line is already so porous that I don't think we can afford to take him away. So I think circumstance 
kept him a Bronco. Kudos uh, to the Colorado Beef Council for uh, not having to record a new commercial that plays on KOA uh, now that Reisner is still uh, a Denver Bronco. So well, I, I think that they are that probably has to be most relieved. Yeah, you got to yeah, get that has to be a factor. Like, what's the Beef Council impact of this move? Right. It's you got. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing this sweater today. I'm like, you know, I will talk to my local beef council representative. He's he gave the thumbs up. So Don't underestimate the pull of the Colorado Beef Council. Oh no, uh, they Mike. they're like the Illuminati. Now I don't. All in all, I thought it was a good trade day. I'm if I had to say, I'm happy they kept Judy. I'm definitely happy to see where Hamler goes. And it wasn't a fire sale. It wasn't everything must go. Peyton got what he what I think is a good haul. We kept young players. I'm pleased. Are you pleased? I'm happy. I'm glad that we participated. I mean, I, it's one thing being a buyer and a seller uh, at the trade deadline. And, and we, again, we were sellers, but uh, we got some good value and and we get to participate in the draft uh, on the first day next year. So that that's also going to be very nice. What do you think they should do with that first round? I mean, obviously it's early, a lot of games to play, but to me, offensive line is paramount yeah the glaring a, weakness that is the glaring weakness and you have you now have the 250 million dollar quarterback you need to protect him so that's exactly what i think they should do with the first round pick it's yeah it's a offensive uh, lineman i remember that's the bulls draft i don't know if we reached for him but everybody's like you have to have an offensive lineman you have to have offensive lineman so they took one i mean are you a best player available guy or are you a position of need guy well, it depends. I mean, like we we have yet to see how the 49ers and Christian McCaffrey and, and that whole gang Debo Debo's hurt. Uh oh. he might be on my fantasy team. Uh but how they they react for the rest of the year. Like uh, is, is the the Christian McCaffrey uh, uh move what is going to put them over the top to make the playoffs or is are, are the really badly. Yeah, yeah, are the silly reports of uh, oh no, Kyle Shanahan's losing the locker room. Like that that was a thing on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Was it? Yeah, like, I mean, like, is he like I don't think he is. Like Chubb McCaffrey and that's a that's the definition of risk reward right there. He say they're going to do something like he did this last week, throw a pass, touchdown pass, catch one, run one in, or he's going to shatter every bone in his left leg getting out of bed tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. He also has a few uh, durability questions. So, I mean, it helps. It certainly helps the, the 49ers that they got him, but good gosh. Yeah. Like I, I like the trade. They took the risk. They took a, uh, they took a chance, you know, pushing the chips in. I think it was a good trade, but it's not without substantial risk. And I, as a Broncos fan, I am all for the 49ers taking as much risk as possible uh, for the rest of the season. Unless it pays off. So Mike, uh, this is the bye week Broncos don't yeah. play this week. So uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Broncos do not lose this week. Uh, I don't like the chances of winning either though. They're good. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm so just going to say, this week. Uh, they're going to be able to string together two no losses, which yeah. is something to build on. That is. So what are they building towards, though? Uh, give me your uh, post-bi-week outlook. What do you realistically expect to see for the rest of the season? You, you know what I think? Now. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I think. I think that, tell me. as usual, when we look at the schedule before the season starts, we have no idea what the season holds. Because we, we, we all looked at the schedule in the second half and said, ah, oh, going to be it's going to be tough it's going to be tough i mean there are some tough games on there but clearly there were some tough games uh and early in the season as well so that we had no idea so i mean is tennessee going to be tough is las vegas as tough as we thought carolina is definitely not as tough as we thought carolina has shown a few things then they uh they almost they should have won this last weekend so they have one of the worst losses ever that's fine i'm okay with that yeah that was just brutal did you see that (laughs) yeah so awful. Oops. 
Yep. Yeah, but sorry, guys. It's a stupid rule, but you knew the rule. It's I don't rule. feel sorry for him, but it's yeah. a stupid rule. Well, explain what the rule is for those that didn't see it. So they caught a like a Hail Mary long touchdown pass with a, what, 14 seconds left. The receiver took his helmet off. That tied the game. The receiver took his helmet off, so they got a 15-yard penalty. So they moved the extra point back 15 yards. They missed the extra point. Then they lose in overtime to the Falcons. So the Broncos also face off against Kansas City uh, twice. twice. Um, but Arizona, like that's winnable. Uh, the Rams, they're kind of falling apart, uh, like right before our very eyes, which is nice. And we got the Chargers again, who are also kind of like very hit or miss. Like they're not, they're not reliably good. So, I mean, we have a chance. Like it's not like predestined that the Broncos are going to fall on their face the second half of the season. Yeah. They actually have a legit opportunity to really kind of make a little bit of noise, maybe some noise. Maybe I'm just being delusional because they won a game and I've got hope. Like a yeah. hope is dangerous. Let me ask you a question <laughs> here. When we, we talked at the beginning of the year about like, key games and i pointed out the uh chiefs game because we haven't beat the chiefs since manning was here 2015 and we'll never be a legit contender not that we are this year until we beat the chiefs we have this elite defense can we keep up with the chiefs can our defense keep us in the game against kansas city that our offense can sneak out a win the chiefs lost to the colts as did we anything's possible the chiefs lit up the niners who have statistically a better defense than we do but we also beat the Niners. Which is embarrassing for the Niners, but that's another point. The point is, can we see a win against Kansas City? Is that so possible? So what we're saying is that it's very hit or miss, and I think that the Broncos have to take one of those two. And I think they also have to beat the Raiders. Like I think if if you want to turn around the perception, the booing at the stadium, all that stuff, the booing in London, there was some booing in London too. You need to show that you're competitive, at least in the division. And so you need to start, you need to take some division games. You need to win that. Yeah. You need to win one of two Chiefs games. You need to win the Raider game and you need to win the Chargers game. It seems to me like the Chiefs are our bugaboo. They're that hurdle we have to cross. And we just kept on trying to jump over that hurdle and we hit it and we fall flat on our face, blood gushing out of our nose. But we've and been so, close. We have been close. Like it's, yeah. it hasn't been ass whoopings every time. Like, I mean, no. we're not for a dropped pass here or there. Uh, things might be different. And so I, yeah. it, they have a chance. It, what they do with that chance is entirely up to them. I hold out hope. Like I was proven wrong that there was fight in this dog you? in London. Yes. The first half was uh, really hard to watch, but the so second hard. half actually was a lot of fun. Like a little bit of fun. As far as I see it, I think the Chiefs would be beating the Chiefs would be one of the most important wins of the last six years, even if it's not our best performance. But as far as sending a statement to the fans, to the locker room, to the rest of the division, I think that is those two Chiefs games are by far the two biggest games left in our season. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think we have to win one of them just to get that monkey off our back heading into the off season. All we said all year is you need to be showing us that you're headed in the right direction. And the best way to show us you're headed in the right direction, despite those early stumbles uh, this season is, is to start winning division games. A hundred percent. You, you have to, because if you can't be competitive there, then you have no shot anything else. So I agree, but uh, you know, we have two things to be happy about a win and the good trade. So and and three feelings. things: Chase Edmonds. Dang, well, Chase Edmonds more like euphoria. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's just like that's another level right there. That's that's like when the Bron- the Nuggets traded for Allen Iverson. It's right up when there. Broncos signed Peyton Manning. You knew where you were when you heard that news. You'll never forget where you were when you heard Chase Edmonds was coming, coming to Denver. Get your jerseys now. Let's ride, Chase Edmonds. Let's ride. On that note. 
for Mike DeSico, I am Jess Place. This has been something something Broncos. That is uh, your number one Chase Edmonds uh, podcast of record. Uh, Have a good week, everybody. Yes. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Mike DeSico. I am at Jezru at MHR podcast or at Mile High Report. There's all sorts of places you can find us. Uh, I check it out. Love them. Milehighreport.com. It's the place to be. For the, all the place. And it's cat. when Chase Edmonds is on the internet, he goes to milehighreport.com and you should too. Be like Chase. 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 That's right. Let's chase. <laughs>